Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. And welcome to the third episode in our time management series. If you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 16 and number 17. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but really never felt good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazer, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Now tell me, sister, do any of the following sound familiar? I want more time for myself, but there just aren't enough hours in the day. I wish I could say no to some things, but I don't want to let people down. I'm worried that if I take more time for myself, people are going to think I'm selfish. If I don't do it, nobody will. Well, guess what? You're not alone. I think as Christians, we often struggle even more than others do with these feelings. We want to be pleasing to God and serve others, but we're afraid that if we say no to serving others, we'll be perceived as being unkind or selfish. But let me share a little kernel of truth that I am learning. If we're spending all of our time saying yes to others, to the point that we're depleted and running on empty, chances are there's a point at which we're saying no to God. We may be spending so much time pleasing others that we're not doing the work and spending the time that's most pleasing to God. We become too tired to spend time in the Word, too tired to pray, too distracted to focus on what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us? I know, I know. This episode is supposed to be about time management. Do you remember last week when we talked about the four quadrants in which we spend our time? Do you remember quadrant three? The quadrant of deception, or the one I like to call the people-pleasers quadrant? Yeah, well... This is the area we're talking about today. This is the quadrant of the urgent but not important. And remember, the not important is in reference to your own goals and priorities. In other words, activities spent here may seem urgent and important to someone else, but they don't get you any closer to your own individual goals and priorities. They take your time but are primarily to meet the needs of others. We can't completely escape this quadrant. The reality is there are times when we have to 
and we ought to put the needs of others before our own. And they're necessary to fulfill some of our duties as employees or even in our family roles. However, this is one area in which time management is not the primary problem, and having more time in the day is not the primary solution. The real issue here is boundary management. In other words, we're not setting appropriate and healthy boundaries. Thus, we are spending more than appropriate and adequate amounts of time on meeting the needs of others. This is the classic sign of a people pleaser. You're so focused on nourishing others and meeting their needs that you fail to adequately nourish yourself and meet your own needs. You do this because you think you are being kind and loving. You do it because you fear the consequences of saying no. What will people think? Who will I be letting down? If I say no, someone is going to be upset with me and I cannot bear the thought of someone being upset with me. If I say no, my boss will think I'm not doing a good job. If I don't do this, who will? Any of that sound familiar? Well, here's a secret. If you ever hope to manage your time in a way that allows you to feel as though you have better work-life balance, you are going to have to learn how to say no. If anything that I am saying resonates with you, your problem is not time management. Your problem is boundary management. You can have the most expensive and pretty planner in the world, with all the colors of the rainbow to create pretty time blocks in your planner. But until you learn how to set boundaries, you will either sit and stare at a blank page because you're so overwhelmed at knowing where to start or messing up your pretty planner. Or you'll run out of space in your pretty planner for all of the colors and all of the things. Don't get me wrong. The planner and the pretty colors are very helpful and very important, and we'll probably spend some time in the future talking about that. But we have to first start with the foundation. Thinking about, think about building a house. We will think of the completed house as our picture of a well-balanced life. So far, we've been preparing the soil, making a list of all the materials we need, all of the rooms that we will want in our house, etc. As we look ahead at building this house, I think of the tools and the systems, like the planner and the pretty markers, as our framework, the rafters and the studs that make up the skeleton of the house. But before they go up, we have to first lay a foundation. And before we can pour the cement to create our foundation, we need to put up forms that will house the cement. The forms are our boundaries. We cannot afford to have a home that's 100,000 square feet, and we certainly would not be able to maintain a home that size. We need a home that fits all of the important things, a little extra space that allows for room to breathe, room to relax, room to grow, but not so much space that we can't enjoy it. We need to set boundaries to create a foundation that will support this home, this well-balanced life. 
in planning and boundary setting, we will have to say no to some things. We'll have to say no to the things that are not needed and the things that will be too much for us to manage. Do you remember the analogy of the jar of rocks, pebbles, and sand? Well, we are going to say no to filling our house with sand. As Christians, we often struggle with boundaries. But let's look at our ultimate example for living a godly life. Jesus, while spending so much of his time serving others, he also set personal boundaries. He took time to be alone, time to rest, and time to be in fellowship with the Father. He took time to replenish himself. The work that he did was for the sake of fulfilling his purpose here on earth. Even the ultimate sacrifice of his life was not to enable our bad behavior. It was to serve a holy purpose. It was kingdom work, the redemption of God's people. But in doing this work, he set boundaries. He took time to fill his cup. Even God set boundaries when he did his work of creating. He set boundaries to separate the light from the darkness. He set boundaries to separate the land from the sea. He set boundaries for Adam and Eve to abide in the Garden of Eden. Boundaries in our lives are not set with the intent of excluding others or pushing them away. They're not meant to deny the needs of others. Instead, they are necessary for us to hold ourselves together so that we can best serve our Lord. We must maintain our temple, our body, in order for the Spirit to fill us completely, in order to be a vessel for the Lord. I cannot care for my body, my temple, if I leave no room no time or space to nourish it. I cannot pour into the lives of others if I am starting with an empty cup. I'm here today to tell you this truth and to continue to tell myself this truth. We are worthy of setting boundaries around our time and around the thoughts that distract us from truth. We are worthy of leaving time to receive the fullness of the Lord in our lives. We cannot receive the fullness of the Lord if we're not making time to be in fellowship with Him. If we're not in fellowship with Him, we will continue to struggle as we try and try in our own strength to make everything fit. Relying on our own strength, our own endurance, our own timeline, will always leave us coming up short. If you find yourself posed with too many things in your life that you feel compelled by guilt to say yes to, I encourage you to stop and consider. Does saying yes to this thing align with my core values and priorities? Does saying yes to this get me closer to my personal goals? Does saying yes to this support my desire to create more quality time for the people and the things that matter most? 
Does saying yes to this bring me closer in communion with God? Does saying yes to this bring me a sense of peace and purpose? If you can answer yes to most of those questions, then saying yes is probably a good idea. But if you answer no to a majority of those questions, then this might be a great opportunity to set a boundary. Set a boundary by respectfully, lovingly, and graciously saying no. I'm going to challenge you this week, my people-pleasing sister friend, to pick one thing in your life, something from the quadrant of deception or the quadrant of waste, some of that sand in your life. Set a boundary. Set a limit. Say no to that thing so that you can say yes to you, so that you can say yes to God. As you set this new boundary, and if you aren't especially comfortable with setting boundaries, next comes the hard part. Set it, bless it, and release it. Do not perseverate on what people are going to think who you are letting down, or whether they will think you are a bad person. Surrender those thoughts and feelings to the Lord. They are not of God. They are the enemy trying to distract you and take advantage of your areas of vulnerability. Pray to the Lord to shroud you with His protection to cast out those thought distortions in the name of Jesus. Pray for the Holy Spirit to fill you with the heart knowledge of his deep, deep love for you. Meditate on this truth, this scripture from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. In another translation I like to reference sometimes, from the message, reading Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19 from the message, and saying it as in praying a prayer. My response is to get down on my knees before the Father, who parcels out all heaven and earth. I ask Him to strengthen you by His Spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength, that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite Him in. And I ask Him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breadth. Test its length. Plumb the depths. Rise to the heights. Live full lives, full in the fullness of God. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. If today's message really resonated with you, my friend, if you know that you're struggling to set boundaries that would help you to create time for the things that matter most in your life, 
but you just don't know where to start? If you need a friend, a partner, someone to link arms with you on this journey to creating more time freedom, I would love to be your partner on that journey. If you want to grow in the knowledge of how God sees you so that you can feel confident setting healthy boundaries that create better work-life balance, go to calendly.com forward slash coaching with Tanya and schedule a boundary coaching session with me. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today, my friends. And until next time, may you be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a written review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. You can find the link to the group in the show notes. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.